Hello everybody and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today we are talking about plants versus zombies. Choose your side, there's a war coming. With me to discuss the, uh, the war between foliage and fetid flesh is my good friend Craig. Uh... Holy crap, you were on topic. Craig, <laughs> five out of five stars. Thank you me. can fart for the rest of this episode, <laughs> and you still get a five-star rating. <laughs> All right, uh, so, yep, I will let Craig take us away with the stats, and then we can get talking about this wonderful game. Yeah, sure thing. So, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, it was released in May 2009, originally. Developed by PopCap, published by PopCap, who you will know from many, many web flash games and all other side of things. It's, and this is the crazy bit, it's been released on the following platforms. Microsoft Windows, and this is from Wikipedia by the way. OS X, iOS, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Nintendo DS, DSiWare, Bada, Android, Windows Phone, PlayStation Vita, BlackBerry Tablet OS, and BlackBerry 10. And then... For all of those things, there are a myriad of release dates from 2009 through to 2013 with the BlackBerry 10 version because BlackBerry was always years late to the game. So yeah, it was released on all of those dates. It is a Tower Defense A type game and I read some interesting factoids about that whole aspect of it. And the designer... George uh, Fan. George Fan. Honestly, see, reading some of the stuff, that he, uh, the development process of this, the guy really loves this game, and he's a really awesome sounding guy. Yeah, he does seem like like somebody that I never really looked into before, mm -hmm. but between him and I think it was his girlfriend at the time, I might be wrong, Laura Shigahara, who does the music, mm -hmm. boy, there's a lot of love put into this game. It really is. I mean, her music is arguably as iconic as the game itself is. Yeah. But, like, um... If, if you think of anyone that played any games, web games, flash games, anything, judging by the amount of platforms this was released on, if you just went... Dee -dee 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 -dee, <laughs> you just know what it is. It's just... And, and when we're talking about um, those, the web browser games, things like that, if the name Wild Tangent Games means anything to you... It's around that era mm -hmm. of like, like I remember Blaster Ball and my grandmother would not stop playing Blaster Ball. <laughs> and then she found Bejeweled. And oh my God. I wasn't allowed to use the internet because Bejeweled was on. Boy, that's what that's back when it was dial up. Jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yes, um, I, I did a little bit of digging on, on George Fon too. Uh, not, you know, investigative work, but um, uh -huh. I, I checked out his new game. New game looks pretty interesting. Oh, what's that? It's Octogeddon. And in this, it's a side-scrolling game where you play as an octopus. Except you can change out all eight limbs, so you have a different attack on all eight limbs, and you spin in a circle. And so you can have, like, one tentacle that has nothing but, like, bees on the end of it, and then this tentacle has, like, a goat head on the end of it. It, it's, it looks really cool. So I think I'm going to end up picking it up just on, oh, this guy made that? Yeah, totally getting that. That sounds amazing. Like, it sounds like a, I like those really original ideas. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I honestly didn't know he was up to anything, but yeah, once I started looking, uh, it's pretty good. Okay, uh, Craig. Yes. This game is amazing. So as amazing. Why don't you start with your history? Right now, my history is exactly that. Deeply embedded in anything clicky and online gaming and anything that you could play at work that didn't look like you were playing games. You know, so if your your hand is on the mouse and your fingers on, are on WASD, someone's playing a game there, you know, but if you can just click about the place and you're like, oh my God, I'm reading Lazily an email. Yeah, not a game. Uh, that is right in there. So played Plants vs. Zombies, played it many, many times, probably bought it on a lot of the platforms previously mentioned. For this um, playthrough, I played it on iOS because it's one of those games that just naturally feel like, oh, oh really? Tap away, yep. It's fantastic. Um, but with some slight caveats, which we can come to later, so remind me. Um, and then, obviously, as I said, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, Garden Warfare 2, 3, with Dave running about the place is a very good and very different but still pulling in that tower defense kind of side of things um realization of that 2d world into something amazing i I, like i really love those games that's full of character it's full of gnomes gnomes (laughs) i guess full of gnomes (laughs) um it just it's just a really lovely thing and i think it's it's yeah it's just that I'll stop. Right. Sorry, I'm gushing. I'm gushing. No, I didn't no, no, realize I would I'm be gushing as much. I'm trying to not do the same thing. Uh, okay, so my history with this is uh, I had a friend who bought it around the time it was new on PC. And he was like, Dave, you like strategy games, right? I'm like, yeah. Give this a shot. So I look at a trailer and it's like, yeah, it looks really simple. So I didn't play it, right? Like I did, made the same mistake with Field Runners later on too. And I was like, oh, I really should have got in on that sooner. But... um Probably a year later, I mean, this is all fuzzy in the memory, but it feels about right. Uh, I picked it up, and it was almost love at first sight. Like, the moment you plant your first sunflower, something tweaks in your brain. You're like, well, this uh-huh. is it. This is it. Um, it was one of those games where I was playing it on PC, and I stopped playing WoW for it. So oh, wow. that, that's oh, a big wow. signifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Um and Kelsey would come in and, you know, we would just hang out while I was playing games. And she was like, I want to play that. And I'm like, no, it's mine. <laughs> so uh, we ended up having race to the computer fights to see who gets to play Planets vs. Zombies. So finally, once it started releasing on other stuff, uh, I, I have it on PS3. I have it on the 360. I have it on the DS. I have it on the Wii. At any given moment, I need access to Plants vs. Zombies. Uh-huh. Just in case my life is ending, I need this. Uh, I also have a few caveats when it comes to everything but the PC that I'm sure we will talk okay. about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this, like Dead Space, is something that once I played it, it's always going to be in rotation. Yeah. like I don't think this has ever left. I agree with you, Craig, about um, the movement from what it was to what it is now very Mm. cool and handled decently well i mean all the like you know uh the card pack stuff Uh, yeah it's a little annoying but like gameplay wise absolutely gameplay and world building and all that kind of side things it's it's spot on 
Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm a little disappointed that it's kind of out of George Font's hands because he just yeah. kind of sold it to EA and EA does what EA did. Mm-hmm. But I think on the whole, this has been treated really well. And here's the thing, right? Like it, tomorrow, uh, a strange man is going to walk up to you and he's going to have a trench coat, and you're kind of scared that he's going to open his trench coat. Mm. But he's not going to open it. Instead, he's going to say, what are your five favorite games? And you're going to say, oh, Monkey Island, uh, Full Throttle, Mm. all those stuff. Plants vs. Zombies never, ever really clicks as one of my favorite games. Like, on that list that we made a couple years ago on Giant Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Nobody has Plants vs. Zombies on there. Nope. But if you remind me that Plants vs. Zombies is a thing, absolutely, it's going to be sitting up near the top. Oh, that's very true. I, I, this is a battle I often have with my inner self, is you look at that list of top 50 games or whatever, top 100 games or whatever we've done, and you start to go, okay, I'm going to slot Plants vs. Zombies in, so there's Dishonored 2. No, that's better than Plants vs. Zombies. There's this. That's better than Plants vs. Zombies. I would str- I would struggle. It wouldn't. It would be on the list, but it. W- oh, like oh, it feels cheeky. It couldn't be like top five or top ten. Not Plants vs. Zombies. Well, there's the thing. It depends on how long it's been since I played it. While I'm playing it, this is one of the best games oh, yeah. I've ever played. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to bed early to play Plants vs. Zombies <laughs> type stuff. Yeah, and but the further I get away from it, the further I forget about it. Mm-hmm. And it takes something to remind me of, oh yeah, that game was... It's kind of like, um, like, like Minesweeper, oddly enough, right? Is the only thing that came to my mind. Everybody knows Minesweeper. Everybody has played Minesweeper. I am pretty sure that it's not actually a game and people just pretend to know how to play it. <laughs> Kind of like uh, Picross. Nobody really knows how to do it. Everybody just makes things up. But, oh yeah, Minesweeper's a game. I mean, I know that sounds really stupid, but if you're talking about like PC games, nobody ever brings up Minesweeper because everybody's played it. Yeah. But that's the point. Everybody has played it. So I kind of feel the same way about Plants vs. Zombies. It's almost like, here's your top 10 favorite games. Yeah, Plants vs. Zombies is on there. There's no need to even put it there. And then you yeah, just forget yeah. about it. But okay, all right. So, man, mm. I I am fighting so hard not to just have verbal diarrhea about Plants vs. <laughs> Zombies. Okay, so at its core, Plants vs. Zombies is is a lane tower defense. So you don't have like a uh, path that the enemies walk down. There are what is it? Six lanes. Uh, yes. Or and, it grows. You start with you start with four or three. Well, yeah, yeah, but only for the first couple levels, yeah. and then it. Um, so you have six lanes, and it's kind of a randomized thing. What lane zombies will come down? So you either have two approaches that you can take. You can take the very methodical. I start at the top, and I go to the bottom. Or you can try to play a helter skelter. All right, I need a plant here, and then you put it there, and then I need a plant here. Um, but it's always randomized. You don't know where they're coming from. Uh, you have oh, a... Oh, God. No, I was just going to say, just as soon as you said that, that made me instantly click. It's five lanes. It's 100% five lanes. Is it five? 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The symmetry plays into it for my brain. Okay, then, Mr. Craig, uh, what kind of, of, well, hold on, put it on hold. Let me finish yep. explaining what the game yep. is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, nope, nope, that's fine. So you have a variety, I think it's somewhere around 100 different plants, mm-hmm. uh, some of which are very specialized, of like you can only use these mushrooms at night unless you use a special modifier, things like that. And it's basically just hands you an entire toy box and says, I don't know, finish it. And there are a billion different strategies you can use. And it's not just uh, as simple as, oh, well, let me pick the most powerful plant and just plant them all over. A lot of times that doesn't work. And if you've ever tried endless mode, you realize how quickly <laughs> the best laid plants of mice and men fall apart. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, so, Craig, what kind of Plants vs. Zombies players are you? And what is the highest wave you've got to in Endless? I'm a boring, boring, boring man. So first two rows, sunflowers, next row, single pea shooters, all the while building um, squashes and blocks, Ah. potato blocks, as far away as possible. So get them up and then I just build up single pea shooters until I have enough sun power to... Replace them with double pea shooters and frozen pea shooters. But my f- biggest failing, the absolute hugest failing in this is I I can't allow it to not be symmetrical. So even if there's a tactical reason to plant a plant somewhere <laughs> rather than the other place, I actually genuinely can't do it. And if I plant like a chompy plant behind a um, stone thing, what do you call them? The walnuts? The walnut. If I plant a chompy thing and I think I shouldn't have planted a chompy thing, I should have put the mines in, you know, the spadow mines. I, Potato mines, yep. I have to just build the chompy things and just live with it because I, I just, it needs to be, it okay, needs to be so, the same in every row. Now, first of all, that's very strange. You remember the sound effect that the potato mine makes, but not uh-huh. the name of the plant. Well, this is, that's really I, good. I can picture it in my head, completely and utterly visual, can picture it. Sound can picture it. Anything that is a sound or just writing of that. But oh, picture it. Can't remember the name. All right. Uh, so uh, uh, I have problems with your strategy, but uh, let's mm-hmm. move a little bit past that. Uh, endless. Yes. What is I, your record? I, like genuinely, I didn't know we were counting, so I didn't uh, take a note. I'm so okay, sorry. That's that's fair. I'll enough. post it. What I'll do is I'll go and have a look and I'll post it. Um, okay. When when I post the episode. Alright, so um, I agree with you on the first two rows of sunflowers. Mm-hmm. Always. That is the bedrock of our society. Yep. But you, do you dig yours up as you make enough money? Or do you leave them? Only, only when you get the double sunflower type things. So I would replace like for like or an improved version of that. Oh. Hmm. Uh, now, given all the options available, I am very much a fume shroom kind of guy. Even during the day. Uh, I think it's Fume Fume, the one with the six points out mm-hmm. in like six directions. Um, and, and the way I start is you build your first two sunflowers on the top row. And then you wait. And you just build up money until the first zombie comes out. And then you go, oh, okay, so that's the lane he's going in. You let him go all the way to the lawnmower while you're what? planting in all, in all the other 
lanes. Do you yeah. look with yourself? <laughs> hey, hey, if, if they're going to give you a gimme, you use it to your advantage. Now, you may be thinking, but Dave, sometimes there's like a zombie and then 10 seconds later, there's another zombie and you're still planting your sunflowers, you moron. I say to you, that is what potato mines are for because they're not useful in any other part of the game. Just in that beginning bit. They twenty five suns slap it down. You can build your three hundreds for some watermelons, and blam. Uh, the highest I've made it is one hundred and seventy five waves, roughly. Like on PS three, which we'll talk about later. That's where I had to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. So it seems that uh, even something as formulaic as Plants vs Zombies, sir, that we are indeed different people. We are. Yeah, like the the potato mines, I actually think make the best plant in my symmetrical world. They make the best thing to plant behind your walnuts because you read um, the jumpy zombies. What do you call them? Oh, the, the pogos. The po- yeah, when they jump over, they get blown up. It doesn't take long. The, the cooldown time on Ooh. planting a new potato is less than the chompy thing eaten. Someone. Well, first of all. The chompers are the worst plant in the entire game. They're really, they're really super useless. They really are. They're that that cool that refractory period is way mm-hmm. too long. I submit for your approval, sir, that you don't plant potato mines behind the tall nuts. Mm-hmm. You instead plant the magnets, and you can just rip the buckets, yeah. the pogos, the screen doors, all of that, and they're all stuck. So you put your tall nut, you put your pumpkin, and then blam! Right behind it is. Your magnets, and it works magnets, perfectly. I, yeah. I'm also a big watermelon guy. You know, once you hit that certain point, pea shooters, useless. Have to go all watermelon brigade. Jeez, your garden <laughs> must be a right mess. Uh, no, 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 I'm still, like, this is my row of watermelons. This okay, is right, my okay. row of fume shrooms. Yeah, no, it's very, even, even on, like, the pool levels where it doesn't make sense to have a lily yeah. pad, and then this thing, nope, it needs to be there. <laughs> yep. I'm assuming. Um, in terms of uh, how this is as a game, like looking at it critically, which we're often terrible at because we're mm-hmm. just giddy because we're playing a video game. Um, the enemy variety is really nice. Everything the enemies do teaches you something else. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can't stand are those red eye. Uh, what are they called? I was going to say El Gigante, but that's Resident Evil. <laughs> The El Gigantes, yeah, whatever, that's fine. You should go with El Gigante, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, those guys are right proper bastards. I, yeah, I completely agree. The great enemy variety. The first time when a traffic cone-headed zombie walks in, and for me it was I was planted a single pea shooter, and it wasn't going <laughs> down, I was just like, oh no, that's just not great. Yep, uh, uh, I would also like to state uh, in that same vein, the first time you're like, haha, I put lily pads in plants, and then the little dolphins show up, and you're like, I know. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Jeez. I, Craig, it just, it just completely left my mind. Oh, uh, and yes, I, I like how all the enemies have an answer to a certain plant. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like they're, you're playing a game of StarCraft and there's hard counters and they're playing hard counters and you're playing hard counters. Uh, this also plays into Darkest Dungeon in the mm-hmm. the pre-planning phase. 
is so good. Yeah. You get a nice little preview of, okay, this is what they're going to bring. How can I optimize what I have to do it? Because you may think to yourself, well, I only need, you know, like eight plants. Yeah. So the last two don't matter. But I, I, no, 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 sir. Uh, You take four core plants and then the rest is consumables for those El Gigantes because they're proper bastards. Mm Mm-hmm. They squished my walnuts, Craig. They squished them. Uh, and then, yeah, like the first time a Zamboni shows up, you're like, oh, I wonder oh, what God. he's going to do. And then you're like, oh, you son of a... And then, and then the engineer shows up and they do that really cool thing where it, 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 he's not trying to get to the house. He's trying to clear the way for everybody else. And he walks through your rows backwards, just eating all of your plants. Uh-huh. And you get these great panic moments. Where you you know you're just planning stuff. So hurry up, try to kill him. Hurry up. It's really really tense mm-hmm. for a stupid Flash game. Like I, yeah. I I I don't think it was it made in Flash. Do you know it's the thing that confuses me the absolute most was a lot of the mini games are remakes of old PopCap games and Plants vs Zombies style. Yes, and I can't for the absolute life of me think was this floating about PopCap before it hit. You know, like Windows, like as an installable game. Was that a Flash game? Like, I remember, uh, I, th- I think I remember him saying it was in development for like a year, year and a half. Which, on the face, if you look at it, you're like, how did this take a year and a half? But once you start playing it, like Craig said, it is insanely well balanced. You never feel like something is unfair. Even the boss fight doesn't feel unfair because... They've trained you so well throughout the campaign. Just like, okay, I know how, I know how to do this. Um, that is something I do want to talk about, though. If I had, um, if I was a reviewer at, uh, let us say, um, Dave's House of Games dot com, uh, I would be very tempted to give this a ten out of ten, except for one thing. Oh. And I this is what I want to ask you because I don't know if this is because I am <clears throat> a veteran at this game or not. Is it just me or does that campaign take way too long to give you all of your options? Oh, the, this last time playing it through was the biggest it's painful, thing I felt right? That. Yeah. It, it just feels like... It, for a start, it felt to me way shorter this time than what it ever has done. But I know it's only 50 levels or whatever, but I, I remember taking a lot longer to get through it. This time I was like, oh my God, will you just let me do this? Will you just let me do that? Will you just Give let, me my watermelons. Exactly. Just just let me be free rather than making me wait 30 levels to get a plan. And so, okay, but do you remember not feeling that way at the time? Oh, like at the, like way back when, no. I remember thinking... This is a good meaty game and I'm going to have to batter my way through it. And as you cheekily said, is it because we know it kind of reasonably well now that we're just like, oh, let me get to the good stuff. I just want to play the last 20 levels. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, playing it through this time, because I did play through the campaign, I, I platinumed it on PS3. It doesn't have a platinum trophy, sadly, but, it's, but you know, I got all the trophies. Yeah. So playing it through to this point, it was very much frustration at, oh, the level's over already? I was just getting set up. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, oh, oh, that's right. I don't have coffee beans yet. That kind yeah. of stuff. I um, I had that. Like, 
See when you're, I was halfway through building another row of pea shooters and the level was over, and I was like, "No, give me a rush, give me I, something." Yeah, another huge way of zombies approach. Come on, come yep. on. Um, yeah, I think the real meat of this game is in endless mode because you can finally see how your uh, final strategy plays out. Yeah. But yeah, like like uh, at the time, I don't remember it being. Oh, come on, just just enough. I remember. It, I kind of feel that frustration with RTS games too, where you get your base set up, you get your big ball of death going, and then uh-huh. oh, oh, the, it's over. So uh, the only thing I could improve upon this game as a, a stupid guy in New York would be you should always have that like little button at the end. It's like keep playing the level for yeah. bonus gems or something. Um, other than that, I honestly. I really looked at this critically, and other than performance issues, which I think is what we were both hinting at, well, this... no, but really, oh, yeah. oh, okay, uh, all right. So let's let's get right into it. So for me, the performance on the PS3, the DS, the Wii, once it really gets cracking, and you've got your your cabbages going off with your your torches and all that stuff's going off, it just slows to a crawl oh. like the ps3 was I, i'm terrible at judging fps i'd say it was somewhere in like the teens oh geez like i mean i'm playing on like you know like wave 55 on endless and it, you got like five el gigantes coming out before zambonis you know a lot's going on but i'm very surprised that even the home console versions kind of play like garbage the pc never had a problem with hmm that, so that iPad surprising, yeah. So I played it on the iPad, and I suffered no real slowdown or no real appreciable slowdown. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe I noticed it, but it, nothing that sprung to mind. The worst thing that has happened is I bought this game many years ago on iOS. Let's say twenty twelve, because that's a good year. When um, dinosaurs roamed the earth. What's happened is over the years, iOS is updated as it does, and games need to update oh. to accommodate stuff. Uh, EA pulled the original version of Plants vs. Zombies, which was bought and paid for, and replaced it with a free version oh. that plays an advert at the end of every level and uh, sporadically throughout the starts of other levels. So you've ended up with an ad-infested horror show uh, not only that, but at the start of every level, when your first sun drops down, another yeah. button drops down onto the, the stage, and it is an option to play an advert for 30 seconds to get a bonus plant. So not only have you got an advert at the start and an advert at the end, you've got an advert button that drops onto the stage that you need you need to tap and then say, no, I don't want to watch that advert just to get rid of it. And then... You've got another button at top that gives you one of your re-exploded plants as another, oh, in an emergency, watch this 30-second ad and we'll give you one free exploded plant while the game is paused. So you could, if you wanted to fill your eyeballs with adverts, just like we all advertise. Do. Yeah, you could just advertise your way through the entire game by clicking advert, explode, advert, explode. They have... Absolutely and utterly. It's like they've taken a squash and then taken an apple corer and called out the centre of a squash like a tube and then just fucked it with their PS3 
penises with their giant corporate penis. Yes. Okay. Now, see, I would have, I would have went a little bit classier and said it's like taking, you know, a, a great painting like uh, the, the the scream mm-hmm. and drawing a fedora and a trench coat on the guy uh-huh. while he's screaming. Ah, that you know, you know, Craig. Uh, that brings up the topic of Plants vs. Zombies 2. Uh-huh. Have you tried it? Uh, no, I, I've downloaded it to try, but again, it's a free version of Plants vs. Zombies 2. And no option to pay, by the way. That drives no, me nuts. It's it's so frustrating. Like, I was searching until I found that the original version was pulled to the, the first one. I was convinced that I was doing something wrong, but nope, they just pulled it and then released this new one. So, here's what Plants vs. Zombies 2 does, which you may enjoy more than Plants vs. Zombies 1, the Bastard Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, Plants vs. Zombies 2 adds the really cool, unique thing of your plants being persistent. They level up. Oh. So, a level 5 pea shooter does more damage than a level 1 pea shooter. That's a good idea. That's really cool. Of course, your XP is tied to daily things. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, would you like would you like to buy, you know, some XP for your pea shooter? These are looking a little scrimpy there. Yeah. Uh, I decided, okay, I'm I'm gonna play through it without all that stuff because well, it'll just play like a new Plants vs Zombies, and it's really cool because it's like world themed. It's like oh, this one's in Egypt. There's a desert, and every once in a while a whirlwind comes in. This one's mm-hmm. in China. There's a you know, there's a bunch of different stage hazards. Very cool ideas. Uh, the problem is that it's doing that really insidious thing, and I'm not bad at Plants vs. Zombies, Craig, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not bad at it. We put it in our time. We are veterans. Yes. Where they start sending zombies that are just maybe a titch too strong. Oh. And I noticed as I was doing all the levels that they weren't moving up in a like linear fashion. It was... Fine, fine, giant spike with, uh, okay, oh, yeah. hey, would you like to buy some XP for your plants? I'm like, ah, oh, man. So, the praise we had for EA at the beginning mm-hmm. really only stems for Garden Warfare. Yeah. What they did to the original and what they did to the sequel, it's kind of appalling. Yeah. It's, it's taken that one of the best games ever made that everyone knows is one of the best games ever made and just taking the giant poop on it and it's really disrespectful it kind of is like i can only imagine how you know the creator feels Mm -hmm. i mean he did an ama and i read the ama and he's just more like look i sold it to him they hired me on as a consultant i said don't do that they said well we will anyway and that was that yeah so he really is, I, and I imagine that's why he's like, okay, I'll go make another game. Yeah. Um, it, it is kind of sad. And I'm not normally one to moan about DLC. I just don't use it. But this, the, it, it's kind of like the Dungeon Keeper thing. They're, they're tooling it so you almost have to. And I'm saying this as somebody that will beat their head up against a wall for a couple days on end to try to finish something without using that stuff. It, it's yeah. really kind of... It doesn't make me mad, it just makes me sad. Yeah. Um, One thing I would like to touch on is until I started playing this and doing research, it never really hit me how big a deal PopCap was. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Like, the sheer amount 
of PopCap games and the general the influence they had at the time is unreal. Right. I don't think mobile gaming would be what mobile gaming is without PopCap. No. For good and for ill. Like, I mean, just just the three big things of like Peggle, Plants vs. Zombies, and Bejeweled. Boy, I bet you they made a mint. Yep. Bejeweled. I imagine that's why EA bought them. Yeah, Bejeweled is still going on Xbox somewhere as some sort of freaky live thing, is it not? Oh, is it? I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, I have I'm like a Bejeweled, and that's really all I need. Uh, yeah, you only need one Bejeweled. You don't need Bejeweleds two, three, four, five, and Bejeweled. I think it's Bejeweled Blitz, Bejeweled that, and the other. We um, say that. And how many versions of Tetris do you own? Oh God, too many, days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, PopCap was was really a huge deal, and it was something that. For the most part, other than Peggle, like Peggle was also another big like oh, this game is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, they kind of passed me by their heyday, so it's very interesting to be like I was alive during this. Why didn't I pay attention? Kind of thing. Because it was online NAF web games. I guess. I mean, I mean, I mean. Again, no, I didn't. Also- I didn't mean that. Like that's because that's what it was. I mean, that was the attitude. Well, it is. I mean, it's. You're not gonna lie. It still sort of is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there might be a bunch of games like this that are just as. I'm not gonna say just as good. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just. Oh, that's for casuals. Yeah. Like, Craig, I have never tried, and I don't plan to. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Never tried Candy Crush Saga. Ever. Oh no. Never tried Angry Birds. Never tried Flappy Bird. Never tried any of those. What? So, of those three, Flappy Bird is just god-awful, um, as are all the clones. The one that's reasonably okay is actually Angry Birds. <laughs> I played, like, the weird console that was sort of Angry Birds, uh, Castle mm-hmm. Storm, if you remember that. No, no. Uh, take Angry Birds, and instead of you just firing at the pigs, they're also firing back, and you're trying to knock down each other's castles. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like, like there's something strange that goes on with my brain of like, oh, poof, that's yeah, for casuals. It's, it's an odd one. Angry Birds, the, a later release of Angry Birds, I don't know if it was like Angry Birds 2 or Angry Birds... Star Wars. St- yes! It, it's, it's got this, the space physics of Super Mario Galaxy, there's, so there's several planets, and you have to get the gravity to pull it round several planets to hit something, and it's actually reasonably satisfying. Now, see, you say that, and it's like, that's a really cool idea. Then you tell me it's Angry Birds, and my brain's like, nope, yeah, nope, that's just yeah, not for uh-huh. you. It is strange, and um, I, I guess it, it also kind of points to this, and says that's how good it is, is it, it kind of bridged that gap without yeah, yeah. any kind of... Actually, I don't, I don't think they even changed anything about it when it came to console. I think it was just, here's a PC game. I mean, other than controls, they didn't yeah, you know, say plug in the keyboard. Uh, okay, so we've been gushing about this thing for 40 minutes. Oh, dear God. I know, right? So, um, why don't you, uh, you want me to wrap up first, or you want to wrap up first? Uh, I'll wrap up first, because you do a much better job of it than me. Um, and I'm always shorter than you, despite being taller than I don't know, I mean, we're, we're, yeah, I was gonna say, I think you're a little bit taller than me. Like 6'3", 6'4", Yeah, yeah, some of us are like 6'2 to 6'3", somewhere in Mm -hmm. there, so... Uh, um, yeah, so 
Oh my god, right marker. Plants vs Zombies. I like super happy I played it again. I worry that every time I play this now, it's going to feel a little bit less and less shiny and good. So I, I might have to put it to bed for a bit longer. I've actually done the same with you know my old LucasArts binges and everything else that I used yeah. to do. The period between playing them is increasing from every six months to every year to now every couple of years maybe I'll I'll go and have a wee click through them. I worry that pl- the Plants vs. Zombies experience is going to worsen more rapidly over time. Well, to be fair, we've also played the ever-loving crap out of it. I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly it. And I think that's, that's my point is is it possible that it's just such a good game, but you've just come to the end of natural life with it. You know, it's just, it's a thing. It happened. Find something new, buddy. Don't worry. EA has life support at the ready. Uh, if you watch this 30-second ad, I can explain to you how. No. They'll fix it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like this time, uh, I never played it on PS3 before. I had it, never played it, because, again, so many options. Uh, this was my farewell to original Plants vs. Zombies, at least for a good couple of years. Um, and that's why I wanted them. Okay, I want to make sure I do everything. Uh, side note, the minigames are good. They're, they're kind of fun. The PS3 has, I don't know if other versions do, now that I think about it, uh, versus one person plays as zombies, one person plays as plants, and you actually get to pick what zombies the same way you would your plants in player one versus player two. Pretty fun. Not great, but fun. Um, yeah, this is me saying goodbye to it. And the same thing I've been thinking for every time I think of this is, why haven't they done a straight follow-up yet? That wasn't free-to-play garbage. It seems like it's not that hard to do. But I don't know, to be honest. Um, This is one of my favorite games, and I think it's one of the best games of all time. And I don't really use that too lately. But yeah, I'm very glad I got to say goodbye to it, because it was so much fun. So yeah, uh, thank you, Plants vs. Zombies, for all the good times. Uh, we will see you in Garden Warfare, where it is fun to kill Dracula zombies. Got me tear in my eye now. Ugh, it's beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, even though, even if this is the one thing George Fawn does, he should be remembered for. Oh yeah, that's the Plants vs. Zombies guy. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Uh, next coming up, we have Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. And then we have our look back over the year. And uh, has Darkest Dungeon released yet or no? I I actually can't remember. I don't know. It might have been last week. It might be next week. Sometime okay, around so now. Darkest Dungeon was the thing that we did at some point in time. Uh, if you have anything you want to say about all those, even after the episodes come out, that's fine. We'd love to read them. So when you send a message, be sure that one person is going to read it. And we're very excited to get it, so we send it to each other. So everybody reads it. (laughs) Um, Other than that, uh, thank you very much for listening. And do be careful, there's a zombie on your lawn.